In this season, I'll be reading from my mom's journal and adding explanations, stories, and memories of my own. It should reveal everything you ever wanted to know about the life of a single mother on an Indian reservation during a recession. May 1st, 1984, Paula's concert. May 2nd, very tired, long day, work at Flowing Wells and Sloan's Bridge. May 3rd, finished Flowing Wells. May 4th, went to Missoula, messed up, trimmed buttery up, ready to go, messed up on Buck and Mrs. Davis. May 5th, moved horses. Paula got her filly, named her Lisa. Caro and Paula aren't getting along. May 6th. Just a day, Ray came. Paula was more depressed than ever, seems to be very low, unhappy at Caro. May 7th. Walked the Pistol Creek fence, two trees down, and a pile of gates. May 8th. Went to Lone Pine. Dan and Mark all toked up. Fenced 100 feet, goofed off. They could put YACC to shame. Payday, got gas, horse food, dog food, groceries, and storage shed. Lent Caro $20. May 9th, Dry Creek, don't feel good, put all of the, f- but all fun jokes all day. Just bummed out and cold, hurt, my back came home, took a bath, went to bed. Buck came, said he could buy, I could buy a saddle for $850. We went to Gladys's. She had already sold, conned. Buck was let down. Bummer. May 10th. Mark was hungover bad. Dan uh, balled us out. They picked me up at 10 to 8 a.m. May 11th. Vet came, gave Lisa, Paula's filly, shots. Uh, went to town and got Mama Rose. I hope she remembers. May 12th, Eli was very sick, took him to the vet. Then we went to Mom's, gave her a rose and a sweatshirt. Real nice day. Went and seen Sunny and Spotty, then saw Lisa then came home and found 80 pounds of black wool on the porch. May 13th, Mother's Day, Paula gave me a neat um, gift, a placemat. It was a good day. She put good day, put shoes on Carol's horse. Paula almost got kicked by Lisa. Checked in on the Davises. May 14th, Got Padilla and Antis to go up to work. Got there late. Had to get them up to go to work. Got there late. May 15th. Dan brought Mark to work. Got there early. Fence finished at 1.30. Cut until 2.30. Went back. May 16th. Stayed home. No play day. Had a great day at home. Mom came. Neat day. Finished Watership Down. May 17th, worked slack day, Dan and Mark off token, used all the barbed wire up, got some from the BIA, almost 
in a car wreck. She'd sunny. Carol paid me back $20. May 18th. Worked with Lisa. Got Paula. Went to Crow Jam and caught fish with Francis. Checked on the Davises. I took on two mowing jobs. May 19th. Talked to Buck. Went to the Davis. Stayed until 5. May 20th. Mowed Corbett's lawn. Hard work. Wet and big plus trimmed. May 21st. Play day. Mrs. Corbett paid me $10. Saw Ray and went to mom and dad's. May 22nd. Stayed home until noon. Visited Buck, Caro, and Hazel. Then I went and tried to quit my job. They wouldn't let me. Talked to Mike, Tartar. Larry said I could have, I had to come to work on Wednesday. May 23rd. Wow. Went to work. Dan came at 6.15. Went to get Mark up. They came back, gave me the keys. I went and stopped Dan. He said to pick up Tony. Then Tony and I were to follow Dan to Garden Creek. Tony stopped at the town pump. Uh, Antice had been a no-show. But when we stopped at Town Pump, Antice was there and drunk and flipped me off and went into the store and talked with Tony. And then we took Antice back to Pablo. He had uh, been out all night and someone rolled him. He was looking for his wallet. All, all the way back, he called me every name in the book. Very foul, like Ray Anderson when he was so bad. Stopped at Mark's. Ray Antice went in and came out and he jerked off my hat and said, Getting back, cunt. And I said, No. And we went to Margaret's. Antice went in and told Tony to take me to the complex as if he thought he was safe. He said he thought so. So Antice came back and jerked my hat off and told me to get in, get in back. I told him to get in back. He got in front. They took me back to the complex and I told Ray to get out, Ray Antice to get out. He did. He said, I suppose you're going to shoot your mouth off. And I said, yes, you bet I am. So they left, I went and had a cup of coffee, then I went to talk to Larry, told him the story, then I went to Mom's. I took the gun out just in case. Off until Monday. May 24th. Quite slow day. Waited for Ray Anderson, no show. May 25th. Last day of school. Paula did well. Mom came, we went to Missoula, got Eureka, cost too much, uh, phone, Larry still won't let me off, Paula went home with Mom. May 26th, went to Mom's and Dad's and got corn, took, took the greenhouse stuff, plants to Mom's, 
Sybil and Joe were there. May 27th. Got up. Buck came to do... Buck came. Do this saddle. Carol came. Do this. Carol. Can I have gas? Diane's car. Uh, Diane. Oh, Diane, can I have gas? Talk to Francis. May 28th. Memorial Day. We went to Mom's. Had a nice day. May 29th. Have to phone at 11 a.m. to find out about meeting at afternoon. Wrote a statement. Went to the unemployment office. I called back. Um, Dan reprimanded. Mark dismissed. Mark demoted. And Ray Antice terminated. May 30th, went to the unemployment office, fill in papers, went to the tribe to fill in papers, got B-Wood, picked up Paula from mom and dad's. Paula's, May 31st, Paula's birthday, did Corbett's lawn, uh, went to Ray Anderson and families. Um, I don't really want to talk too much about the violence in the workplace incident, I think. Uh, my mom explains it uh, better than I could. I wasn't there, and reading it in my mom's journal was the first I ever heard of it. Uh, I do kind of understand how triggered my mom was by the violence and the verbal abuse and being around someone who's drunk. Um, she says herself that it was like when my dad was so bad. Um, my mom never went to bars, never drank, was kind of terrified of having to be around inebriated people. She just didn't trust them and expected them to, you know, lose their mind and hurt her. Um, Lisa, my fool. Anytime my mom wanted to buy something that she really knew she shouldn't buy she'd say it was mine you know the tools at christmas one time she bought this beautiful beaded buck knife that's totally not my style but it it's for paula and lisa uh the connection that my mom had to lisa was uh, she was half perchin she um was the granddaughter of my mom's kids kid horse darkie and uh my mom talked about Darkie. She's like, no, but no cowboy could ride him, ride her. She um, would jump up in the air, crow hop, all four feet off the air, and then land with her legs locked, uh, stiff-legged, and that would just jar like any cowboy uh, to the core, you know, rattle his spine. But my mom was so little that uh, she was still on her way down after uh, Darkie had uh, done the lock-legged um, landing and she'd just giggle all the way down. Um, I have a picture of my mom uh, and she was she was bigger than a toddler but she wasn't in school yet and she was on Darkie. And, um, a perch and mare is 
a very large animal. Very large. And Lisa was definitely related to her grandma. She was a buckskin, a tiger stripe buckskin. Uh, she had a black line all the way down her back and a black tail and mane and big brown eyes. She was so tall that I was eye level with the little cowlicks um, at um, the bottom of her chest. And I, she liked the box of her chest, chest rubbed. She really didn't like the area where her neck touches her front shoulder uh, rubbed like most horses do, which is a little bit different. Um, and she wasn't, oh, she was really spooky hard to get close to anyway, but, uh, huge. I remember my mom talking about, there was this shed that had been, uh, kind of a milk barn at one time, and it was kind of like a fence on three sides with a slanted tin roof, and you could climb up the inside of the fence part of the, the shed and look between the tin roof and the outside and the horses would use it as a windbreak. My mom said that when she was a kid, um, her and her sisters used to drop stray cats, drop barn cats onto the backs of the unbroke horses that were standing there in the, in, out of the wind and watch how they bucked. And uh, the ones that didn't really buck or they could figure they could manage, they would drop down and ride. Uh, pretty tenacious. So my mom talks about down fences and messed up gates, and um, there was someone who'd been squatting on tribal land for a long time and running his horses on the land, and um, didn't want to lose access to the land that he'd squatted on for so long, and so he would uh, intentionally drop trees on the fences and mess up the gates. Um, if you take a pair of cutters and cut barbed wire fence, then you're a cattle wrestler and that's a felony. But if you uh, pull the staples and roll the barbed wire up, then that's not a felony. And so this guy was, was bringing down the fences in ways to let his stock in in such a way that he wouldn't, you know, if directly caught, he wouldn't get in too much trouble. My mom talks about lone pine. I, I kind of vaguely remember when I was a kid, there's like these sagebrush flats and out in the middle of absolutely nowhere sagebrush flat, there's one big old bull pine. Um, not sure if a ponderosa pine and a bull pine are exactly the same thing, but they're very similar. And uh, there are a couple houses around it now, I think. But and talk about um, Gladys selling her horse and Buck and my mom going out to look at him, and uh, he was already sold. But I, I remember Gladys throwing me up on her. Uh, horse's back saying, oh, he's gentle, and then he went, Pff! and he just squirted out underneath me, left me sitting on the ground in a swirl of dust, and uh, his rear end going thrum, 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 down the lane. Um, big red horse, the white blaze down 
the face. And my mom talked about shoeing Gypsy, Carol's horse. She was about the same. I think she'd done the same thing to Chris. Chris was terrified of horses because they kept on throwing him up on Gypsy, and Gypsy kept on, like, So for Mother's Day, my mom bought her mom a rose, and she wouldn't have gone to the grocery store and bought a flower rose. She would have gone uh, possibly to the grocery store and bought uh, a plant, a rose, and... Um, my grandma had some really nice plants, one of those old established flower beds, and Watership Down, Watership Down was one of my mom's favorite books, it's one of my favorite books, the characters are amazing, I like it because it's not about people, well it's vaguely about people, but it's mostly about rabbits, and they talk about honest rabbit things. And the characters are really awesome. Big wigs like the soldier, and Hazel Ra is the dignified leader, and he's a good leader, and Fiverr's the spiritual one that can see into the future, but not very well, but he does. Eureka. Eureka were these packets of sealed food that, um, What is his name? My grandpa's nephew, that's such a shyster, Bill, Bill and Polly, uh, pushed my mom into getting and selling. And they were super expensive. I think Buck bought a couple for camping and then they were disgusting and he was mad at my mom about it. Um, and we already had food. My mom hunted and we got, you know, meat from Grandma and Grandpa and Aunt Pat. and. Um, we got commodities, and so we we were not starving. We definitely did need, not need this nasty um, seal a meal food. It was gross. Um, but my mom totally got pushed into it. It was kind of exciting to be able to go to Missoula. It, my mom didn't get to go to Missoula very often. It was a big deal. Missoula is 60 miles away, but it seemed like going to the next state. It was all the way off the reservation. So that's probably part of why she kind of went along with it. Went to visit um, Grandma and Grandpa and uh, Sybil and Joe were there. I remember visiting them and Dixon. They lived on the other side of the uh, bison range. And Joe was kind of like a Fonzie type guy, Native American guy with blue eyes, and he wore white t-shirts and had his hair, you know, pearl creamed in that Fonzie little circle. And um, my mom worked with him like 20 years later, and he's humble and sweet and laughs all the time, and but is really quiet. And um, my mom, he would ask my mom, hey, what does the sign say? And my mom would him and my mom couldn't figure out why he was playing this dumb game with her is he quizzing me is he treating me like i can't read is he making fun of me is and then it finally sunk in that yeah well joe couldn't read and that would make someone quiet and humble i suppose <laughs>